Welcome to Nerdy Four, the podcast where I, Amy Brown, ask very interesting people what they're nerdy for. Ooh, that's me. That's you. You're I'm my. Interesting. You are my. I'm interest. a person of interest. You are a person. Oh, that sounds <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> uh, please welcome to my costume chamber, Gilbert Lawwind. That's good. Yeah. Hey, how are you, everyone? Good to be here. Yay. So, Gilbert, um, I forgot to ask you what you do besides stand-up comedy. <laughs> I know you do stand-up comedy because you're on my show at top at the Distillery for Modern Art, Top Shelf Comedy, Once a Sunday, in Chambly. You did a great <laughs> job. There's my plug. Thank um, you. But yeah. what else do you do besides also, stand-up comedy? I also do accounting. I am a freelance oh, accountant. that's hot. I, uh, I used to do It's my account. Yeah, that's true. Oh, really? Yeah, people like some of my accounting services because I'm different than other ones where I am what, what you might call unethical. Oh, no, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm like, let's start with the answer and we can work backwards yeah. to what we started with. Oh. So like, he's like, it's only tax fraud if you get caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm a tax accountant or accountant for the mob. Oh. Uh, except not really, just for account uh, for Just comedians. for comedians. Yeah, which is like even more difficult. Right? Than mob. We have people work in different states and they have to get W-9s. They do. 1099s. 1099s from different states. How many W-9s do you have? Is that a uh, personal question? Oh, I probably, let's see, this past year. Well, this last year I didn't have many. This year I'll have like. 15, 12, maybe. Oh my God, look at you. I know. You're traveling a lot. Getting hundreds of dollars in many, many, many multiple states. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're getting paid? Well, some. I do. I, I, I've toured a little bit more this year than normal. I did a couple, a lot of tours with Rory Scovel and then did some with James Adomian and then did uh, some of my own traveling for comedy to places that didn't know comedy was happening sometimes. So it's just really fun. <laughs> Shout out a busy bar where yeah. we pull out a mic stand. We're like, we're going to have stand-up yeah. comedy now. Like, Hide your children and turn off the football. Yeah, we're not going to turn off the TV. Yeah, even worse when they don't know comedy's coming and then you are truly the bad guy where yeah. you're like, um, will you guys be quiet? I know you've been trying to get together as friends since high school for dinner and you didn't know this was going to happen, but somehow this is... Uh, not my fault, but uh, I did. A, I did an out of town show once on Super Bowl Sunday, and somebody oh. was just like, "How did you not know?" I was like, "I don't fucking follow sports." <laughs> I but also, I don't know your life. The Booker Booked. should. I, that's more on the Booker, and they're like, "Yeah, I was surprised you want to do it on Super Bowl Sunday." I was like, you should have said that. Yeah, it's all on the Booker. I mean, that's just because it's Super Bowl Sunday doesn't mean yeah. everything stops. I would. There I could be a show where people that aren't watching a game. Yeah, because we were yeah. doing like a little small road one, but I was just like, I would have been fine just to take the night off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. instead, like they wouldn't turn off the TVs for us. They oh, were like, you man. can still do the show, but we're 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 not turning off the TVs. Like, people are here to watch that There'll game. There'll be a riot. Yeah, so I was just like, all right. You can't well. do your one-man show yeah. in our dirty bar. I know. Keep your theater, Keep your theater out of our bar. Keep your artistic endeavors somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I've seen a comedian yell at the audience, like, I traveled three hours <laughs> to be here. This is my dream. <laughs> it kind of worked, though. People got quiet. Yeah, yeah you have to do something. You got you to gotta walk out of, out of there with dignity. You can't just be like, okay, well... How about this third down play? You guys uh, still watching, listening? I know you like to um, you like to poke the bear when you're doing you're on you're doing a set. You like to tease the audience oh, yeah, a little bit. That's some of my favorite type of comedy. Is like, do you have a good story about that? Um, oh yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I have quite a few stories about that. But like, I uh, sometimes so I like to. I have too many outs on my jokes, which I found where I'm like, if the joke doesn't work, I'll have a funny, 
line about it. And then I find myself having too many of those. I'm like, maybe I should write jokes at work. So I don't have <laughs> so many of those. But I had one where um, I was spoke in the audience and uh, it, it, it did not go well at all. It's it's still the today my biggest bomb and it was uh, I wish it would have been recorded. It was in uh, Birmingham at the Star Dome. Oh, really, that sounds big. Is it big? It's big, but it's should it's, not. Have, it's really uh, exaggeratedly complimentary name for it. It's uh, oh, it's uh, it's not where people play basketball. No, oh, okay, it's, it's where they. It sounds dome. It's where they do, where they have uh, two two might a minimum, and then somebody on stage. In, in that order of importance, <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> I went out there and I, uh, the host was like, uh, was like do it real well, but not something even close to what I was doing. I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. And I walked out and I was doing the Southern character right out of the gate. And I realized later that it like, it was like, I was, seemed like I was probably making fun of them and I wasn't. Oh. So I could never, I could never get them back. And, um, it was a 20 minute set and it was for this booking agency where you had to do the 20 minutes. Otherwise it would have been like gone. And um, you just had to eat it for twenty, 20 minutes, yeah. Minutes and they hate. And at you. the end, I was like, "That's rough." At the end, I was like, uh, "Okay, well, I know you're gonna like this next one because it's my last joke, and everybody applauded. Oh! They might as well have right done a standing, in your face. Yeah. Oh God, that's soul crushing. Oh man, it was awful. So uh, the whole time I was poking fun of them, and they were like, uh, "No, we don't like you." It was, it was. I mean, it was like. How I got, long in comedy were you at? <laughs> that's that's a funny thing. It was pretty far <laughs> Last into <week>? it. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, it was probably seven or eight years ago, which means um, it was probably seven years into it or something. Long enough to where that's the part I was upset about. I was like, I don't need to get every audience. Every audience doesn't need to be like my demographic or whatever, but I should be capable enough to not like have a train wreck like this. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I was upset about. Not that I like would ever want to be these type of people's like main, you know, uh, interests, but I should be <laughs> capable enough to not have to get off stage and the manager to be like, okay, you can go out this way. <laughs> like, like with not, They're going to yeah, beat you the, up. Here's the back door. Well, I think, can you tell everybody like your background? Cause I think that's like might be part of why they <laughs> oh, yeah. beat you up. Uh, yeah, that's in, probably in, true. In Alabama? Well, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. So I was uh, born in Baghdad, Iraq, to Catholic parents, and but I grew up in uh, South Middle Georgia in a town called Warm Springs, Georgia, a town of 500 people where I grew up on a farm. And every time I say that out loud, I think, uh, is that really what happened? Because that's really strange. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's like so I, I have, you know, I can put on a really strong Southern accent. So I guess to them, it. It looked like, yeah, it's a good point. Even more so because this brown guy walks out, starts talking like a redneck, and they're like, wow, this you know, this foreign guy is like just making fun of us. And I'm like, no, I'm sort of like this one of your, you. This is your culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're we, like, have, we have friends of all different nationalities, like originally who grew up in rural Georgia. And yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. So it wasn't like, it's just to them, it was like just put on. But I was like, it's <laughs> been the next 20 minutes trying to. Uh, convince them that no, I'm I'm. Do you have to like make a hush puppy in front of them? Like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love fried mayonnaise too, y'all. I mean, come on. fried yeah. mayonnaise. It was awful, and um, it was uh, the height of it was like somebody said something, and you know when somebody says something to you, and and you like kind of freeze up, and then you're like on the way home, you're like, oh man, I should have said this. Well, this happened, but I thought these of my what I think is the most exact perfect reply was so during my um set uh this this uh, so it was like paper room it was like a wednesday night so it was all free and it was like oh, some rednecks and and black people and like they were all like people that you know 
we're just talking like whatever but like halfway during my set this um this older black lady said something and i didn't, I didn't hear what she said and i said um oh i'm sorry what'd you say ma'am i'm sorry i didn't hear what you said she goes oh we're just all simple simple old country folk here and then i said oh, I don't think I've said anything vulgar or cursed or anything. And then right after I said that, everybody in the room, I felt, collectively thought, oh, what she meant was we're just good old-fashioned country folk here, not like where you're from kind of thing. So we all kind of realized it. And then I said, oh, wow, how quickly you turn the hoses on us. (laughs) 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 Exactly, Joel. I think that's the funniest comment that's – I was like basically saying, why are you being being racist toward me – when everybody's racist, like, you know, you're in a position where you should know how bad that feels. And then everybody was just like, oh, their, their reaction to every joke was, <laughs> oh, and I was God. like, okay, that's when I realized um, I'd probably do need to get out of here as soon as at minute 21. Or a minute, yeah. Yeah. So poking, poking at them now, I just poke at them when, um, when it's when it's not survival mode, when it's more more <laughs> when happy. everyone's on the same page. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah get them on your side. I, I've had a, a set where I think I came off accidentally anti-gay, which is not oh who not I am. You at all. I know, right? <laughs> not at all. And I, I could never get everybody anyone back on my side after that. Yeah, and so, I don't blame them, but I, that's not what I was saying. I think they misheard me or something. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to like. It, it depends on how much time you have in the set to like get them back and then sometimes trying to get them back or trying to uh, convince them what they're thinking is not the right thing works against you because yeah. you're, you're just going, no, it's where. Because then they're like, of course the bigot they would says say that. Yeah, yeah. Of course you realize we don't like that so now you're trying everything in yeah, your power. I like the bit where you're like, praise Allah. Like, how do you say that? <laughs> praise Allah. Praise yeah. Alan. Praise, praise Alan. <laughs> praise Alan, man. I like, like just. Uh, don't you have? Um, did you do, sorry to interrupt, but don't you have like um, a farmers dating app yeah, profile? Yeah. I did. They could kick me off. Farmers only. Farmers only. Yeah, they're like this man doesn't farm. But yeah, have, yeah. I have, have a to... picture of me with like in a, in a turban, and, and it's, <laughs> my name is uh, my username is Sandstorm, and it says I'm farming hatred toward the West, and uh, <laughs> it's a really funny. And I had like oh two God. likes, and then they finally were two like, likes. "You don't seem like you're a farmer. You're out of here." Do you feel, okay, this is uh, probably not funny, but I'm just curious because um, America is a melting pot and there's nothing m- more America than having so, like someone from a different culture come and farm here. <laughs> That's what they've been doing for That's, a very long time. That's true. Do you, yeah. yeah, like what's your relationship with growing up in the South? Oh, it's uh, it's very mixed. It's like, uh, I love it overall. Um, I think uh, the, the South has a lot of things that are... Um, really messed up about it and it it's continues to be but also i think part maybe part of the reason why so much great art comes out of the south so much great music so many great comedians like i think and a, a, a um a higher like uh percentage of like you know great art has come from the south and i think that's part of it you know it's cool to be like uh i think what it does is like it, you can be ashamed of like some of the bad stuff and like the history, but you can be proud of like what is going on. Otherwise, like that's why I love Atlanta so much. Atlanta is like this, um, you know, um, the closest thing I think it's got problems obviously, but I think it's the closest thing I can tell of a truly post-racial society that we're like, people are still living in different areas, but it's more, of a melting pot than other cities and in, in, in the sense that like comedy shows or or concerts or bars or like events have a 
uh, like we see, like with our, you know, with comedy, like there is, a, you know, a group that's like, you know, represented in, in, in most of like uh, mainstream comedy here. And so my relationship with South is like, it's mixed, but overall I think it's, um it's cool. Like it, it makes the, uh, Atlanta, for example, makes the rest of uh, Georgia, like the rest of Georgia and other small towns all over the country, not just Georgia or South, um, that are still backwards, that are still, you know, hanging on to these antiquated, weird racial and, you know, homophobic beliefs it makes like being here even more um, special and mm. like cool. Cause like, you're like, oh, we're still in the South. And like, look at Georgia, like Atlanta has got one of the highest gay populations, one of mm -hmm. the highest black populations and, and uh, minorities and like, so overall, I like it. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's most cities are like this where they're like progressive and blue and whatever. And then you go out of the city, it's like you leave Portland, you might as well be in South Georgia or something. But in Atlanta, it's even closer. Like you leave the perimeter and you're like, oh, there, you know, stop the steal and you know whatever Brandon thing is. I don't know. <laughs> so it's it's like a, it's like a uh, extreme example of of you know. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll like I, I love Pride in Atlanta. We have one of the best Pride. It's a great it, one. It's my favorite time to be in Atlanta. Oh, it's great. It's I used to live on uh, right when I started comedy. Before I decided to give up making money and having roommates for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> when I was a consultant, I uh, lived. At, you, oh, were you like a fancy consultant? Yeah, like I was. Ernst and Young. I worked at Ernst and Young two different times. Oh, I called it. You did? How'd you do that? <laughs> I have a degree in economics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I work for them right out Rich of people can smell their own. <laughs> yeah. She can smell the big four on me. Yeah, yeah the big four. They, uh, did yeah, you do worked, sexy accounting? I did sexy accounting. Uh, at first, what I didn't, right out of undergrad, I did auditing, which is not sexy accounting, but it's pretty fun because everybody's terrified to see you. And then. Um, <laughs> And then I worked for like private equity, and then I went to grad. Not getting as many kisses though. No, you're not. Unless, unless I'm like, hey, I'll just I'll erase that number for you. Um, and then I worked for a couple of consulting firms, and I went to grad school, and then I worked for Ernst and Young again, and mergers and acquisitions, and that was a sexy one. Mergers, That's one mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. That's raping and pillaging. Mergers and executions. <laughs> executions. Um, <laughs> Yikes. That's from American Psycho. Um, oh, but yeah, it? so I worked. Uh, so I worked. Uh, I would travel every Monday. And then back every Thursday, it was that kind of like you know oh, fancy yeah. consulting job. But then uh, first class. Oh yeah, it was great. It was like, my expense account was ridiculous, and oh my so was my drug that, problem. That's why I didn't oh, save any money. <laughs> were you Thursday you, night? It was like on the way back. I'm like, let's do it and then until Sunday. Um, but but the point is, I lived on a, I lived in Metropolis, which is on the corner of Peachtree and Seventh. Yes, I'm and familiar. Gay Pride was so fun. It would go right across my. Right across my porch, I would mm. go down there and hang out. I was like, they're the funnest people to hang out with. They're, they're superior so, beings to it's so fun. the rest of the world. People come from all over to go to our yeah, too. Yeah, they do. And we got to keep the rainbow crosswalks. I know. <laughs> it is great. It's like, yeah, it's keep so the great. rainbow crosswalks, but don't do anything more than that. Just paint the road. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's not do real equality. Yeah, let's not real. Let's do oh. more symbolism, which, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. which is what we're, that's we're great the, at. That's what's going to stop. Stop yeah, it hate. is. It's like yeah. you know, uh, progressive auto insurance is. Uh, I like to acknowledge our our gay partners, and then that's about it. Oh, not really well, did the uh, I watched the parade. The Delta people. Oh, really? It was a lot. <laughs> shocker. There's a lot of. They go out of their way for the. Uh, for it's the, for one. The it was wonderful. The visual. It made me proud to be Diamond. <laughs> hey, oh, see how <laughs> I worked right, that in. That's I worked good that job. In. <laughs> it's not even written down right here. I'm looking. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say callback. 
I just I, got it on Saturday. You did? It's my first time. Oh, have you ever congrats. been? I Mr. have been. Yes. It's been a while. It was back when did, I traveled like that. But. Was it long ago enough that you got blowjobs and stuff? Like, uh, what was going on? It wasn't on? that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is harder. In, in, I don't in, know uh, what I coach. get. It's harder in coach. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to get. You should get whatever you want. Make sure you make a big deal about everything. Like, okay. Find How? out what they have and then ask for something they don't have. That's what. Oh, I'm really... can we do a, like a, a role play for this? Yeah, yeah, we can. Like, ask me. Okay. Do you have any bourbon? Um, no, actually, I'm sorry. It's the only thing we don't have. Oh, but I really could go for some Peppy Van Winkle. It's only a thousand dollars a bottle. We're actually going to refuel in, a, in about 500 miles in air, and I'm going to have them ha bring it right over to you. The people in the back don't even know it's happening. I'm having a medical emergency because I can't have Peppy Van Winkle right now. You need to pull this plane over right now. Well, we'll pull it over, but just to let you know, I'm also having a medical emergency at how beautiful you are. Hey, you're so good at customer service. Thank you, thank you. You make a great flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, there's actually no sexual harassment in first class. <laughs> there's not. There's only, there's only very uh, uh, extreme uh, compliments is what they're called. Did you, okay, so uh, they give you little, I, I don't have these, I've heard about it. They give you cards to hand out to uh, employees of Delta who you think have gov gone above and beyond. Oh, really? Yeah. They give you a certain number? It's like a card. And you're like, this person gets this card. And then they get to show Did their management. One? I don't know how many people get, but we were on a plane that had a medical emergency. And the, the, really? the Delta employees were just amazing. And we had like pulled the plane over. And everyone, I saw uh, the people who had the cards were handing them to the. Really? Yeah. And it was really beautiful. And it was a Delta flight. So there were actual medical professionals on the flight. So wow. it was, they there was two doctors. And a nurse, yeah. Really? Are they? Do the they lady was okay. Like, no, it was no, those were but, just but those were uh, successful people that were yeah. they weren't flying frontier. That's what, you're That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's someone else's joke, but it, I was noticing it play out in front of me. Um, they pulled it over like they landed somewhere. They landed else. on the way. Yeah, we landed wow. in a different city, but the person was okay. They just have a history of fainting and then not having a pulse. <laughs> oh, no. <And> not having a pulse. <laughs> not having a pulse. Oh wow, that's a bad history. That's well, a bad yeah, history. That's, uh... What do you mean history of not having a pulse? Yeah. yeah. I guess that's a I syndrome. That, I think that just means you die every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I guess so. Right? Like, you know how fish or no, like some plants can get frozen and then they yeah. thaw out and they're okay. Yeah, like Reptiles. a wood, wood frog. Does like that. a wood frog. Like it's yeah, okay. this lady every was a wood frog. A wood frog is a little is, dead. It's insane. It she just freezes even... everything. And, and then it's like solid. Bloop. And then, uh, then it like comes back. It's like, hey, what's up, Art? Is that what like, happens when people drink too much and they pass? It? They have like a little, <laughs> yeah, little time have a, warp. They have, yeah, they have a little, a little mini death. Yeah. Did you get gout when you were on a, consult, a consultant? Uh, with too much? <coughs> no, did people get gout? Did you get gout? I too know, much steak. You have to. Like, uh, did you too have much steak? To, yeah. You did you have to entertain the clients and stuff? Yeah, and I never got gout though, but I could see how that might work. I know some comics that got gout. Yeah, I know. I know. It's funny. I know say, several. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, I feel like you're. I feel like you're more prone to getting gout as a comedian, a road comic. Than but a, it's an red meat. It's amino acids in your toe. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Where it's, burgers, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah a, like your fast food. You're eating a lot of fatty, rich stuff. I know, like three comics that have gout. Yeah, I know. I think I know three. We probably know the same one. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably know the same I, I'm one. not going to try to call out our friends. Can on this. Yeah. one. Is one. Oh, hey, he really? talked about it. So. Yeah. Oh, no. And a couple others. But yeah, I think that you're right. I think we're both right because I think what happens with comedians that get it, it's like a longer term dissension into, you know, bad health. Uh, Whereas liver with like a, cirrhosis. Yeah. But with like <laughs> consultants, like they, they do, um, they probably do have that, but like it's a more <clears throat> intense because we did. You have to like either go one way or the other when you're doing that. You have to be like, I'm a salad guy because I cannot do this all the time. 
or you'd be like me and just like eat whatever. I was going to ask so, you about your health. <coughs> I used to, but back then I was in good shape, so it didn't matter. I was like, you know, working out in the mornings for work. Where did you go to college? Do you I went a, to Georgia undergrad and I went to Emory MBA. Uh, yeah. Do you have a whole MBA or did you just do like the accounting one? I that's did the like, MBA. Oh, yeah. fancy. I basically proved that you cannot fail out of MBA school. <laughs> oh, good Which for is you. not even an exaggeration. Like they didn't have, they don't have grades. And you can fail out if you're like not doing well in classes and you don't have a job lined up. If you have a job lined up, they do truly do not give a shit like at all. Like it's not, I'm oh. sure, I'm sure they love hearing if they hear this, but is it more of a it, networking experience? It, it, it is, but they, they care more about like your next job, like your next career thing. So if you, after your first year, you, you try to get a internship in the summer that might lead to the job. And then and I was able to do, do that. Do they teach you stuff? They teach you like yeah. how maybe, I don't know, to stop making bubbles. How to make bubbles? Yeah. Like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, the tech bubble. Oh, yeah. Oh, the housing bubble. What's, the, <laughs> what's our latest that. bubble? Um, what is the latest? Housing, 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 housing market. Housing, housing. The interest rates are cr- cr- crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a, probably another. Uh, what do you think the next bubble is going to be? I don't know. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're in late stage capitalism right now, so it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's a. Uh, It'd be another housing bubble at some point. I mean, do you think going... uh, housing prices are inflated? I think they are. I mean, I think there's a, salt, a false sense of inflation during the pandemic when you couldn't buy things out of the country, and so it uh, drove up the prices of houses in the United States. Was, but now that the borders are more open, yeah, there's also a lot of outside investment in in, in that market that's like speculative. So, oh, okay, you're like, how is there so many like you know not so many such a glut in like a, or shortage of places to live in Atlanta. And then you're like, Oh, this half of this building is, you know, owned by, and that's the thing is like real estate in this country is sort of like, um, like, a like, like, a investment accounts in like the Caribbean or whatever. It's like, it's, it's not, it's what, it, what do you call it? Secret, you know, secrecy. Yeah. Like you can, own real estate Offshore under, under shell companies. And so it's like people- they buy it up and they make a, a false scarcity because they're not developing yeah. it. Yeah, they do. They, they, they hold it for like, because they can. And it's, it's two ways. Mm-hmm. It like, it'll be like shady people that park money in, in, into real estate because it is like, you know, uh, secretive. They, they, they have these shell companies, but also- the ancillary secondary benefit you gotta put your drug money somewhere exactly you gotta put it somewhere so it's safe there but it also has has the added effect of like you know creating a shortage and making the real estate artificially go up so it's like a two part fun (gasps) thing for them okay do you think so there's some people who are building condos and then they're also buying up a lot of property in Atlanta and not building condos. So there's not too many condos. I think it's the, it's the first thing because I think people are building them that aren't that are American companies. I think that's more difficult of a of an endeavor to like be truly like offshore, you know, shell company and build. But I think once they're they know that they're going to be sold to those other people. Mm. Um, it's not all of it, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's a bubble coming, but um, it seems like. Uh, no hot takes. No hot takes on it. <laughs> I should have some hot takes on it, but I don't. That's fine. You're fine. You're beautiful. You're a beautiful man. Well, let's talk about. I'm sorry. I keep going back to like your glory days of, <laughs> of whining and dining people. Yeah. And um. But and so now, are you still eating poorly? Do you take um statins or anything? I do both of those things. Either, do you have any like response to the statins? Yeah, I mean, it, it helped my cholesterol some. Uh, it's uh, I, I need to take a. Does it make more your joints ache? 
Um, no. I That's mean, good. Is, it, uh, is that what makes it money? Some people. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I, did, I, no. did I reveal something? No, I think it's, uh, or is that, I didn't even know that was a um, yeah. side effect. But yeah, I've been taking that. I've been eating, I go back and forth with eating poorly and not eating poorly. You um, travel with some famous comedians. I you, do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you perform with them. Do they mm-hmm. eat well? Um, yes. Uh, well, the ones I, you know, I don't think all of them do, but like, you know, mentioned Rory earlier. Rory Scovel. He, Rory Scovel. He's, uh, he's always in the middle of self-improvement and it's like very inspirational and it, 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 it uh, rubs off on me for a little bit until, you yeah. know, a little bit after. Like right now he's like not eating meat, he's not eating sugar, he's not eating caffeine, not taking the caffeine and it's, uh, he just, he preaches it to me. Um, he's like, for example, like the... You know, the no meat thing just makes him feel so much better. The no sugar thing is like, he's like, you will sleep like a, you know, like a log. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, affects your energy. Like it, at first it affects your energy in a detrimental way because you're not used to not sugar. But yeah, so that makes it a lot easier when somebody's like that. Um, they say that the people you hang out with are the habits you'll get. So yeah, if you yeah. hang out with the healthy people, you get healthy habits. That's true. And I could, like, I mean, I need to just make a conscious effort to stay uh, eating healthy because I can, um, I can, I, I don't know if, I, I could probably be a vegetarian if, if I really put my mind to it, but I could be, what is it, pescatarian when you eat, eat me- fish. fish. Mm-hmm. See, I could, I, I could definitely do that. I, I did that a lot when I was traveling uh, with work. Um, but is it like, um, a grilled fish, or is it a no, fried fish? Well, that depends. Like, it's like, that has the saturated fat. No, no, that, that, that's not a, that's not good for you. That's like, but like, um, if I have the option, if I had like some kind of white fish that's baked, or you know, that doesn't have to be deep fried, then I, I can I can live on that. Like, um, as as uh, we get it, you like to eat pussy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> they hate it, but I love it. Advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do. Who's been talking? <laughs> <laughs> constantly constantly all right i haven't asked you yet gilbert what are you nerdy for what am i nerdy for um this is right up your alley oh let's go <laughs> um what your husband is, is an expert in I'm, oh I'm, okay I'm i don't a, hope i have answers for you i'm and no one has eating answers pussy. Yeah, <laughs> eating pussy. yeah good segue yeah. it says on our piece of paper it says eating pussy now gilbert what are you obsessed for um <laughs> No, I'm obsessed with like that. Her, her husband, as you probably heard in other episodes, is like a quantum physicist and working on quantum computing at Georgia Tech, I think. Yeah. And, um, that world is like, I'm obsessed with it. It's like when I'm, when I'm like watching something, uh, you know, if I'm, I, I will pick stuff on like, uh, on quantum physics and time and whatever over like regular movies and shows. That I just it, the the fun thing about it is like first it's just mind blowing all of it, but also it's like you don't have to be a genius like your husband to get all of the um, the the mystery and the in the sense of awe of all of the things they're doing and, and all the mysteries like you like in other words I can like look at uh, watch something on you know uh, quantum like entanglement which is this thing and like not. I have to do the math. I just assume math's correct. Like, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not smart enough to know yeah. this stuff, but it doesn't preclude enjoying it and like being amazed by it. You know? They do a lot with um, uh, gr- graphics and stuff to yeah, explain. They do. I mean, if things. they would have had that when I was growing up, I probably would have tried to go into science because it's like, it really brings it to life. Brings it to life and, and, and brings it to like uh, the, the forefront of like, you can have any kind of, your place in it can be anywhere and because when you watch the interviews with physicists they're just so excited and happy they're like it's like it's like 
I mean, they're discovering new. I, they're stuff. They're just like, oh my god, yeah. How I'm cool glad you asked that? me about that. And they're like, you know, it's like they have the they a childlike, you know, curiosity mm-hmm. that goes away. Uh, for most people, like I've yeah. well, everyone turns into ghost hunters. That's what yeah, we do. If you're not going to be a physicist and discover. Oh new my god, those drive me crazy. They're just like, um, once again, we didn't actually find anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched these two ladies this morning, and they're like communicating with the because they're both witches. Yeah, through with a. Uh, I love when they have like a contraption that's it's for like, that, and they're like, "Well, well, look, it's beeping. It's doing this thing. It's like, okay, what, what is it? What is this? What is this recorder that's telling you that? Like, right. where did you is get it that? A guy in the corner, like, red drum, red drum, and that's what yeah. it's like is communicating. But some of the stuff that like they they like will tell you these statistics that are just like enough to blow your mind. Like, oh, how small we are in the universe, or yeah, how small we that's are. That's a long, great one. Deep time, or like even going like when we go outside today, like, and you have the sun shining on your face, that warmth of the photon coming from the the sun it takes eight minutes for the for the photon to leave the sun to get to your face but before that it's created in the core of the sun through fusion of like uh, uh, hydrogen fusing together becoming helium and then a bunch of energy pops out in the form of a photon that photon is emitted in the middle of the sun which is gigantic and then it's it's uh it's, it's like sucked in by another um, reaction and, and bounces out like basically like a pinball uh-huh. and it takes 80,000 years oh, for wow. it to get to the the, the the outside of the sun and then that eight and minutes then, to get to your face so and then when you, you feel cancer. that warmth yeah you <laughs> when you feel that warmth you're like wow that was the end of a long unbelievably 80,000 80, years 80, before years. we were you know even uh, anywhere close to modern human beings its yeah. journey took forever so when it hit your face you're like wow that was we're like even smaller than dog ears. Our oh, little yeah. lifespans. Oh, it's so tiny. It's wild. There's a thing where you like it's it's, it's imp- almost impossible to comprehend those numbers. So they have different ways of putting them on different scales. Like they say, like for um, for like the uh, the age of like the uh, the universe, if you started on one year, like a one year calendar year. And then uh, we wouldn't show up until December thirty first, like eleven fifty six p.m. And I always like to say, as the as the worst New Year's Eve guest ever, <laughs> <laughs> showing up, be like, "Hey, what's up, man? What's that oil? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna snort that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill these little seals. And then I'm gonna, well, whose house is this? Who cares? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, let's kill all the buffalo almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're very yeah, destructive. Tell- these monkeys. Somebody we're- was telling me about that. The buffalo, like. Uh, has that been in the news recently? Well, I think uh, Ken Burns had a new special. Oh, come that's out, right. That's what it was. And I'm fixing to watch it, but I have to. You have to be in the right mood to see all the dead buffalo because they would just kill them for funsies. Oh man, there was like 60 million of them at one point, and then they got down to like uh, 10,000 or something. Have you crazy. been next to a buffalo? Um, I don't think so. They got a they're wild. Gigantic. They're gigantic, and they got a wild eye. Do they? They got like a squirrely eye on the sides of their the heads. People keep killing them. They got. <laughs> they got to look out. They got to look they're out. Like something tells me yeah. I shouldn't trust. Like a regular cow has a soft, friendly face. It does. And the buffalo looks pretty wild. But I've seen videos where like the buffalo and the man are friends and the buffalo comes in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. And oh, like yeah, a, I've seen that too. Right? It's like a, a ton, like a ton buffalo. It's like, you don't, you don't know how big you are, George. You, gotta, you can't sit on the sofa. <laughs> you, can't. you can't sit on the barca lounger. You're going to break it. And it's got the wild eye. Like, <laughs> so well, I bet crazy. That, that documentary. I mean, Ken Burns is awesome. Like he's his, so good. His, but I also have to get in the mood for him because, like, it's so dense and so well done that. And this is sad to say, but like a lot of times I'm watching something, I'm like doing something on my phone. I'm like, I can't even like take one thing in without. 
Mm-hmm. Right. A distraction. We all have ADD now. Yeah, we do. Or AD, whatever one we have to Wait, have two that? things. What, what were we talking about? A squirrel. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to the um, planetarium in Chicago and they showed us the, um, I think the Milky Way is at our galaxy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, since the earth has been made, we've only gone a yeah, quarter around this big swirly center yeah. and my head exploded. Yeah, this like was 15 a, years ago. It's like a hundred million year. Uh, we so, haven't even made a circle I, yet around our galaxy. Well, it's crazy that nothing is um, is still ever. Like, you know, like we're moving at like 6,000 miles per hour right now as, as the Earth oh. is rotating. But because it's a, it's like a, 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 a standard or, or a rate that we don't feel it. And then we're going like, you know, that's our spin. And then we're going around the, the Earth at like 60,000 or something. And then even... Even like the the entire uh, solar system is moving around at, a, at an incredible rate. So there's really nothing that's like still, relatively speaking, you know. Yeah, and then I found out last night at dinner with my family because they were talking about this. You are lighter at the equator and heavier at the yeah. nor- at the poles. Yeah, yeah. What? And you're and you're and you're lighter at the top of a mountain than at the bottom because you're closer to where the gravity's pulling. I love the stark difference of this one in our last recording with Derek. <laughs> Derek was like, we don't know how bicycles work. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. He's silly boy. But like, there's a thing, like I was talking about, the, the most mind-blowing thing I think that exists in, in science is something called quantum entanglement. Okay, let's do this because oh. I can do a little bit of conversation around quantum things because okay. I sit at my dinner table with my family. Is but, this driving you crazy? Is a bad subject? Because you're No, like, no, not at all. I just know like, so my husband oh, is a rock climber and he came yeah. back from the climb gym when we lived in boulder and he's like so the guy who belayed me today said he was a quantum healer oh yeah and i didn't want to like call him out on anything but so hey i was you know i didn't say anything and then later at the end of the climbing experience the guy's like so what do you do he's like oh i'm a quantum (laughs) physicist (laughs) so he knew that he was full of shit well the guy believes what he's doing he's like he says yeah i just read um quantum physics books and i feel if that's like energy for healing which is i bet that drives your husband crazy it's just enough information to be dangerous because you can hoodwink some poor girl into getting in your van i don't know what he's doing with this quote unquote (laughs) healing instead of like lollipops you're like i have a a microprocessor this is like a reiki experience (laughs) (laughs) i use my quantum fingers to finger you (laughs) quantum fingers they're both in your in your pussy and your ass at the same time at the same time and your sisters (laughs) yeah and also and and also not for the court for court for court for your honor um quantum fingering this uh yeah this uh what's his name's uh cat is uh both alive and, and both in Schrodinger's jail and, cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And both in jail and non-jail yeah the spin was okay so my husband is uh one of the th- projects he worked on i don't know if he's still doing it because i i literally he starts talking and i black out <laughs> I, I and i don't want to. i get it though because i googled your your husband's uh white papers and um we did a show here at your, at your house a couple years ago yeah and i did I, I mentioned like something real random like the title of it and i said you know, and so we and we know who wrote that. And then I like we'll talked to him afterwards, and he was like, "Where'd you get those papers?" And I go, "You can just Google them." And I, it's like when I read, like it's one of those things where you read like the first paragraph, and you're like, "This could be a totally different language," and I, it might I would take oh. in just as much. It's so in- incredibly complicated. It's so dense. It's dense. so dense. It's why it takes so long to get a, get a PhD in physics because it's not. It's like oh, you're learning a different language. Yeah about science these like these words that you feel like if they were independent words not all put together in a sentence you'd be fine but when they put them all together you're like what's happening i went to my husband's uh, dissertation for his thesis 
And I thought I was an educated person. Like I took yeah. biology in college and whatnot. And I was like, what's, ha- what's happening? Halfway through his dissertation, he looked at the panel of experts, you know, like all of like the, the professors. And he says, pay attention now or else I'm going to lose you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And they're like, what a baller move. I know. <laughs> to people that are already smart, you're like, look, I'm going to lose you on this. You- but- I think he meant it. No, I think sure. he's like, this is getting really specific. And if you, I know this other guy, like this guy only does the physics with the stars. And this over this physics over here only does cold well, matter. And this one does hot matter. And blah, well, I'm blah, sure blah, blah. because they're like, they're, you know, he's, he's like just demonstrating something that's going to get him a PhD. So obviously by nature, it's going to be something that no one has really done before. So, yeah, but he works with like this thing. Okay. Yeah. So let me, yeah. so he, so um, he's trying to, he's worked on a quantum, com, uh, quantum computing, uh, and that's instead of having a computer that's ones and zeros, mm-hmm. it's um, a computer based on the spin of a, an electron, which can be um, on or off or a multiple, like infinite number of positions in between on or off. And it's wicked small. So you can yeah. make really fast, tiny computers. Yeah, that have like a, a huge number, like times multiple of, of the power of normal computer, like computers. Yes, we have. just like, completely like amazing. Not even, it's, it's almost like they say like, the difference between like, you know, a, a telegraph and our computer and that computer and like a quantum, it's just like mm-hmm. not even, it's it's multiples of uh, of, uh, of factors fa- faster and more powerful, which will change everything. It'll I mean, change everything. It's going to be the next great, well, not the next. Uh, no, crazy, I think it yeah. is going to be like. You think it's next? Because this is where they're at right now. They're getting ions cold in a cryostat <laughs> and they're shooting it with lasers to affect its spin and then reading that. Yeah. I don't know how you harness that and, and get tr- like a bunch of them in a row. And then how do you turn that into like programming a computer to do something? Like well, there's they some do big is, steps that need to happen. It's like that quantum entanglement thing where quantum entanglement is where two things are, two uh, particles are, are what's called entangled. And they, by definition, you can't really talk about one being separate from the other one. You can separate it like, you, you can know, tickle millions, one yeah, like across the universe yeah, and, and the other one, one wiggles. The other one wiggles at exactly that moment. It's faster than the speed of light uh, information uh, uh, dissemination to that other one. So they, they entangle. It's like twins and how you can. It is. Yeah, you can and slap they, one in the other one's face. And that's the, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What Don't was, Google it. What was that? Do that one more time. <laughs> we can't because now you're not entangled anymore. It's a f- uh, wave function collapse. But they like. They have, that's how teleportation is going to work. And they do it now where this guy, um, Hans uh, Zeilinger in uh, Austria has like, he, he won a Nobel Prize a couple years ago because he was able to entangle like four or five particles and basically move them like the other one, their partner, like a few miles away. And so those, those are like basically the same thing. So you can't talk about one being separate from the other because whatever you do to one, you do the other. So if you could get like a, when, when, so in quantum entanglement, entanglement and like uh, quantum computing, they have all these entangled particles. So when they put it like a, uh, a cert or some kind of uh, request uh, for a com- computer to do, they have they they don't just go look at oh zero here and then one here. They all go in different areas and they're simultaneously searching every single possible uh, result for that request you made all at once. So it's like a multiple like you know um, it's a. It's a huge factor of like you know of of, of uh, computing power, but what's crazy about it is like if you have two qu- quantum entangled particles, it'll um, they'll act you know the same, but they lose their that this connection by looking at one. 
oh. literally observation of one changes its spin yeah, yeah when the, you the, the when you longer, observe it it changes it so yeah, it's exactly. very tricky yeah it is crazy but they don't they still don't understand why um observing they're shy yeah they're shy <laughs> they're like, oh, don't look at me i'm, I'm no one look at the other no. guy so that kind of like is like so it's um when you when you try to explain it to my like what you know the little i know about it sounds like some kind of sci-fi stuff where you're like two particles or you know, I mean, that's what like, you know, Schroeder's cat thing is. It's like they are both here and there, you know, at the same time. And the only way to figure out whether, you know, to make it pick is to observe it. So like mm. with Schroeder's cat, they're like they're in a quantum state, which means like it's a cloud of superposition of uh, possibilities. And then when you view it, it collapses into one thing. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about people that are like... I had a friend like that. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about people like that, the quantum healer, when he talks about, oh, it's like all these other... They, they, take, they, they hijack that uh, scientific um, concept and they try to try to push it into some kind of like new age where you're like, you know, nothing is... The, the whole you know, universe is, is, is not even exists until we look at it. So you can change it. It's like, I know it drives people like your husband crazy where you're like, there's a whole fucking bunch of math behind this. <laughs> it's not just it's because not, yeah. you put an Audi on your vision board that exactly. you're going to get that because of quantum physics. But those people are like, those people are like my, like my, uh, my athletes or like the people or movie or like actors, like, you know, people look at like, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I love, you know, great actors and great athletes and musicians too, but these are like my rock stars because Aww. they are doing something so amazing and on the forefront. We should have you over for a dinner party. No, you should. I've asked you something. several I'm Sorry. <laughs> no, but like they, they're, they're like on the forefront of like something that's like so, you know, uh, shifting of like, I, you know, and yeah. they're also so it's, smart. It's like, it's different than any other thing. I mean, like I've been fascinated with like the ones that like they started, you know, quantum physics like in like the late 1800s and even then they were like they're like they were solving things when without computers that was like do you remember like i'm like i mean we went to the moon without a computer which is it's we like did? yeah computers? Oh. we had the like we had computers that or were a huge like, building like it was my my father my grand- grandfather worked on one of the first computers really yeah well they had like computers that were like basic where it's like this you know times this but they didn't have like Oh yeah, like the fancy ones. Too. Yeah, Lots like they say that we have more computing power in our iPhone than they did on the first. Dressing up in an outfit and hooking yeah. up with people. Yeah. Um, oh, this is so fun. I'm, yeah. You're so excited about this. And I should, I can tell you this. Uh, my husband came back from the last kind of physics uh, conference where all the physicists go and talk. And he's like, oh wow, a lot of people are investing money in quantum physics, and it's not just um, governments and universities anymore. It's private equity people oh, and so like, businesses. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I think they feel like quantum is the next big thing, and they're all trying to like they're trying to get it faster. Yeah. Faster, stronger. I mean, when they solve that, it's like it's. I mean, it's to the point where like if a quantum computer that has like just a few qubits is what it's called. They can literally take in all this information and weather won't be predicted anymore. It'll be like in, in August of 2024 on this day, this is exactly what it's going to be like they because they the have variables. all the particles. Yeah. All the variables and able to keep up with it and also compute, have enough computing power to figure out all their trajectory. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like crazy. It's, it is like, that's very wild. Yeah. yeah. So that's what your husband's There's going to be no more mystery. Yeah, I know, exactly. You're like, I'm going to go out. Like, am I going to get laid tonight? <laughs> Let me like, ask nah, my AI. Nah. You're like, but, come on, man. Tell oh. me how to do this. 
It's like the magic ball, the magic like yeah, black, yeah. like. Uh, we uh, say we don't, we don't uh, think so. Can't predict yet. <laughs> yeah, you're like can't predict, or are you just trying to let me down like easy. Put yeah, on more cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Put on more. Yeah, cologne. Just take take a shower. <laughs> I can't be doing all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. Okay. It, okay. We're at the point where I'm going to ask you. Uh-huh. Obviously, besides a science nerd, uh-huh. we're going to figure out exactly what kind of nerd you are, my okay. sweet friend. And he's, he's just a nerd for pussy. That's it. Yeah, dude. Where is pussy. it? Hey, How funny it would be if my husband I, like went and got a PhD just so he could hook up with me? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm sure that's yeah. Your husband was just like that. Everybody's trying to fuck a physicist. Yeah, and, and you're you're doing this just to see if your husband listens to these. He's like, uh, oh, he does. Is, he does, oh, he does? To, oh, okay. He's gonna hear you think, oh, okay. and then he's gonna tell me Paul all the up. science I just said yeah. wrong. <laughs> me too. I actually sure was thinking was about wrong. it when you yeah, were talking. He'll be like, well, this is what Gilbert said wrong. This is what you said wrong. <laughs> he's really sweet about it too. He's like, actually, babe, <laughs> he doesn't want to deter me. He's from a good try, but here's what. Exploring science. Here's these five pages of of proofs that that show that you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is I, pillow talk. A pillow talk. <laughs> All right. Have you ever been to a Comic Con? No, I haven't. Or which is amazing. Dragon Con. I haven't. What? The whole time. Every every time I, I end up not going down there. Do you I get want too to. hammered before you leave the house? No, I just end up not. I, I'm, I don't know why, to be honest with you. Do you have trouble leaving the house? I do sometimes. Good point. You were late for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I forgot. Um, oh. No, but I do like... Uh, Sometimes I just uh, the, the the hassle of certain things are exaggerated in my head, and mm. then when I go do them, I'm like, oh, that was nothing, you know. Yeah, you just have ADHD. Is yeah, that what it is? Because sometimes I, do. I don't want to leave the house because I get a little social anxiety. I do that too. But I do so have ADHD like, where I'm just like I am when I get there. Like it's people would never think that about me that I'd be like sort of uh, a, a shut in <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like after shows, I'm just like straight home and like recharge your batteries at home. Yeah, just like become like a. I don't know. A, uh, I don't know what it is. A recluse. A recluse, kind of. Yeah, I, I, I say that my uh, my wrestling name would be the uh, brown recluse. The brown, the brown, <laughs> the spider recluse. I know. Yeah, those are poisonous. I know. Oh. Sometimes you got to treat them right. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a client get audited? Oh um, well, I mean, have you? I've never been audited. I've never had a client be audited that I free. Did, did Joel ask you to ask this question? No. <laughs> Like no, I have a theory that if you don't have enough money, you're not going to get audited. No, that's probably true. That's I mean, very, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. working with clients with uh, comp- comedians, well, then yeah, so no probably one won't. has yeah, enough yeah. money to get and audited. And I don't. It, it most of I've done like when I say audited, I mean my clients. I would say since I started working at a big firm, like those other ones, I did I audited them. So my definition, of they got audited. It wasn't the but, government. It was you. Were you yeah. going in to be like see if there's any shenanigans no, happening? But basically, but like also, it's companies. Every company has to be audited. It's a certain size, especially public companies. They have to be audited by one of the big four or like somebody you know that's uh, make sure they're not being yeah squirrely to, with the months. Yeah, to print has out anyone audited Trump stuff? Uh, no, <laughs> but they sort of have. Um, they have lately. But is it, it publicly owned or is it private? It's private, but, but it's uh, they're the. Uh, I forgot the name of the firm that did their accounting. They like you know uh, resigned themselves from from his, from relationship with him because he kept saying um, they're being audited by the IRS, which they were. But he kept saying so. There's no way to show you the financials, which is not true. You can still show the financials. Yeah. But then they finally did. Um, I don't know if it was like some kind of um, leak or whatever, but they showed like his tax returns in progress and they were pretty jarring like you know like, oh the amount of debt he was incurred like, the amount of debt the the sources of income i mean he made nine million dollars from the country of turkey 
like during Ooh. his like you're supposed to not first of all have compensation from your businesses at all but especially not from foreign nationals especially for ones that aren't our allies so like yeah his um his his uh saying he did a bad job that's surprising i know and that's what drove me crazy when some of his uh maga people were like i mean you know he didn't need this job he didn't need this money it's like you have no idea what on the brink of of bankruptcy he's been on for a while he doesn't have i mean look at his tax return he has like you know uh i don't know uh less than 100 million dollars in liquid assets and about a billion or like hundreds of millions coming due in certain oh. bo- like loans. And you're like, you, it's, this is his, you know, this is not like somebody, like somebody didn't just dig this up and yeah. forge it or whatever. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's in, you know, he's in a pickle. I, you would not get a clearance. Right, you leave, no. you leave my guy alone. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back. He's coming back. He's too vulnerable. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to find out what kind of nerds you are. Okay. All right, so you have you ridden a unicycle? I've tried. You've tried. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, I think so you're counts, first. No, you're our second unicycle. Uh, have you ever played a woodwind instrument? No. Uh, have you ever had a clip-on tie? Yes. <laughs> Did you ever oh god, do a Death Star Lego? No. Do you have a soldering iron? Have you ever soldered? No, I don't even know. Do what that you means. have a cape? Uh, no. Have you ever held a ferret? Yes. <laughs> These are funny questions. Thank you. I'm glad you watch my show. Uh, they're the same every time. Um, <laughs> I did, but I didn't get to the end because of my ADHD. Fair enough. Um, tell the ferret story. Tell the ferret story? Yeah. Oh, was it was, in rural Georgia where you grew up? It was in, it like, was in college. and it was Gilbert, uh, get over here. Get over my here. ferret, Lucille. Get, get my ferret. His name She's is Ferret. She's got real good kisses. His name is Ferret the Ferret. He was, uh, <laughs> it was Actually, his name was Phil. And uh, he was uh, in enough. college and uh, at the uh, the fraternity house this guy josh had a ferret and it was of the, course it was a josh yeah i'm gonna guess it, it was, was a white guy yeah, was he very thin of course no he wasn't thin. Oh, okay but it was Did like he it, have a cape no <laughs> but it, it's the worst I, I never understood why it was a, a pet because you would take it out and it would be in your hands and you like and then you put it down and it would just go hide and his he have to go catch it every time. It's like, is this a pet or just something that's your a wild you're, animal? You're, yeah, you're holding it hostage. Did, did it bite you? you no, it didn't. But it, yeah, I remember it did bite a few people. Wow. <laughs> you had, so great pet. You had cool energy. Yeah, this, guy was like, like, this guy's going to be a consultant. Dude, you're going to end up like me somewhere, hiding in a corner, waiting for somebody to come get you. Yeah. Did you do? Did you get into Harry Potter or was no? That, I like, didn't. We, were, I think you and I are closer in age. Like. The, my children got into Harry Potter. Yeah, no, I never got into. I, although I've seen one of the movies, and it was good, but I, I just never. My husband read all the books to us, and he did all the the voices, and it was really ma- like it was the most magical part of my life. Yeah, it was wonderful. No, I've heard that they're amazing. I just never. Uh, do you have a coin collection? No. Do you have? Have you ever had a, held a sword? I have. Ooh. I have a sword. You? What's your sword? It's a. It's a sword. It's Is like there cutting red tape. <laughs> yeah, that's are you running is. for office it's yeah it's, it's a big it's it's part of my scissor sword collection for opening up Banks. various businesses <laughs> at the <laughs> chamber of commerce it's for no, opening it's up a, festivals it's an old it's an old sword it's my it was my dad's sword that some oh. saudi arabian prince gave him no it's way. crazy it has like it's metal silver and you pull it out it's like a, it's got a sheath it's like it's yeah. it's really old i mean it's probably like 200 years old okay saudi arabian mm-hmm yeah. Fancy guy gave your dad. So is your dad a fancy? He guy? was. Yeah, he, he passed away when I was twelve. But he was, but he was a um, 
sort of a, an engineer. And we in between Iraq and Georgia, we, we lived in Saudi Arabia, super progressive Saudi Arabia. And Are you being sarcastic? Because <laughs> huh? I know Iran used to be. <coughs> oh no, it's the worst. Saudi Arabia is the worst country in the world. It's very sarcastic. They Saudi were Arabia. the most kind of educated women there before. Yeah, yeah, they were very went. westernized. I mean, I think yeah. they love people here, but they hate our government. But yeah, so he gave him that. He gave him this um, this uh rifle that's like this old like you know musket kind of thing, oh. and then on the not on the side it had notches for people that he killed. Oh my god! And it's it's, it's from like the late like maybe 1800s or early 1900s. 1800s. Yeah, and so the sword is like, it's probably not even sharp, but it's like, it's got a sheath in it. Like, it makes that sound when you open it, like, whoosh, like and then wow. you can't even cut butter, but it's like. And then your dad was Catholic. Yeah. Was he Catholic when he was in Saudi Arabia? Mm-hmm. And then was the head of yes. the Saudi Arabian, were all like the elites Catholic there? No, none of them were. Um, ironically, Iraq was was very, um, was more prone, like more uh, uh, conducive or more uh, open to uh, religions, other religions besides Islam. And like their prime minister, Tariq Aziz, was, was Christian. But like in Saudi Arabia, it's it's very, you know, hard-nosed, very. And the reason he worked there and, and still was Catholic, he it was in Riyadh and he worked in this camp that had people from all over the world, you know, like engineers and whatever. Um, like my kindergarten teacher spoke like six languages. It was like for people all over. So they kind of had to be open to their expats, you know, mm-hmm. practicing religion if they want to. But it was. But I have memories of like, I have this one memory that I added context to as I got older. It was like when I was like five or six and we were in like this shopping area, like this outdoor whatever with my mom. And this old man looked like like Gandalf, if you want to use it right here, <laughs> like a whatever sci- sci-fi uh, reference. He was like walking around following with yelling at my mom really uh. loudly and like aggressively. And then I, as I got older, I was like, oh, that was because she was without, not with a man. Like it was just me and her. Oh, so I'm, she shouldn't I be talking walking to her out. About, yeah, so he was accosting her every like around every block. And I remember getting more scared. And then like, she's like, yeah, he's just like this guy. Some crazy bro. She didn't have time to tell me as a five-year-old about the nuances of religion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, it's not a very open country at all. Well, not now. Yeah. yeah, or I don't even know the history. No, it never has been. It's owned by one Is family. Is Ken Burns going to make a documentary? I'll watch it. Uh, he probably that would be a very. <laughs> big... I can't. Bo- I can't be bothered to learn about brown people until <laughs> Ken Burns talks. Give about it to him. me in one hour with P- Peter Coyote. It. Can I watch some narrating. TikToks? I just need some TikToks real quick. <laughs> that Peter Coyote's voice is just like so great. Like his, I used to think Ken Burns was that guy. Oh, is it a different guy? Yeah, it's got him, Peter Coyote. He's, okay, he's their narrator. His voice is just like is it, so perfect for those. Is documents. that the? Did he do the um, the Civil War one? I think so. We had that on VHS That's tape over one. at the Gibbs house where I grew up. It was like nine VHS tapes. Yeah, it's it, he. He's like does exhaustive research on all that stuff. The, yeah. Okay, That's fascinating. <laughs> Do you, as a, I mean, I would imagine as a Catholic, that's one of the reasons you had to get out. Your family had to leave. Yeah, I mean, and an intellectual. Are they against intellectuals too? Yeah, they are. I mean, it's it's funny to be anti-intellectual, but then they're like also investing in you know certain technologies that makes their life better. I mean, at the, at the very bottom, like at the very base level, it's like you had to invest all this technology into refining oil. You didn't know how to do it, but you're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like, you know, we'll put, do, do a pass for this one. And then, you know, slowly people start adopting these technologies and they kind of have like more, you know, pushback on it. But yeah, they're, they're anti uh, sort of um, education, especially for women. Um, but it's owned by one family. That's like when people don't oh, the whole country is owned by one yeah. family. Is it? Ah. Yeah, the Saud family. They're like real pieces of shit. I think I knew shit. that. I feel dumb for it. I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, yeah. 
do they have health care for everybody though? Like they're such a rich country, but um, I'm not sure. I don't know that actually. I think they do. Maybe, but there is send... a very much have have not there still. Like the people that are in the royal family or you know adjacent have money, and then they have like a whole class of people that are you know just is like that the family else. where they keep killing each other. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's a, it's it's, it's it, a real succession. Yeah, and then this guy is uh, at the top of it now. MBS his name but they have like they have like really brutal things like they they do beheadings there like, oh my god and they like in the past couple of years they've had an average of like 160 beheadings per oh, year wow. so <clears throat> that's about like you know about one out of you know every other day <clears throat> which sounds crazy but they do it in one place in Riyadh. There's a there's an area. Have you been has, to it? Do you have no, a memory? Okay. But they have like an area where it has like a drainage for the blood and everything, and they do this it twice medieval. a year. Oh, so so they'll have like ninety, eighty or ninety beheadings, two different times a year. And I don't know what people like. Why they have to be public? Or people go like tailgate. They're this like, is, Are you going to that beheading tomorrow? Oh, you sure? This is very around? Game of Thrones. I know. It, I don't know what that's supposed to do besides be just brutal. You know, like they did with Jamal Khashoggi, that reporter. Did they like dismember? Oh, like no. they could have just killed him. They're like, nah, we're going to like show to prove a point that we are That's above so any kind of international law. Oh my gosh. Okay. But, but you're friendly. But they're an ally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Except for growing up in real Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went from one type of uh, closed mindedness to a different kind. <laughs> I remember in first grade, like uh, first day of class, we were like Pledge of Allegiance. And I was thinking, didn't I just come from a place where we were like, <laughs> I'm six. I'm pledging allegiance to. <laughs> You know, it's, so, it's such a weird, weird uh, custom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Humanity's wild. It it's, is wild. The it's more crazy. you learn, and especially history, and in your case, present day, it's yeah. so wild what humans do to each other. I know. It's a flaw in our, in our DNA. That that's just, what I was thinking about when I, I turned off the ghost hunter thing this morning. I'm like, Amy, stop putting <laughs> ghosts in your head in the morning. I'm like, oh, yeah. I turned on the news, and it was like, murder, oh, murder, murder. I'm like, oh, yeah. Real people are more dangerous than ghosts. It's, it's definitely a flaw because, like, no civilization that has rose to power has ever been nice ever nobody with any power and a massive group of human beings in the history of our of our species has ever been nice to get you know what i mean power. they get there and they're like number one priority keep this power maybe gain gain more but that is everything else falls by the wayside like mm. it's just weird okay well this is my next question then uh -huh. star wars or star trek oh star wars definitely okay and why um i just i don't know i was hooked from like you know the first one the 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 heroes, uh, what did you call it? the heroes mission? <coughs> What's that guy's name? I can't think. Anakin. <laughs> the uh, the hero's journey. Yeah. What's it? What's the writer's name? That, oh, um, I, I forget what he's talking about. Uh, it's, and then Google it. The hero. It's uh, damn it. The guy who. Well, he'll find it. It's uh, how they made you know the whole. Oh, like the yeah, it's the, like Joseph a, Campbell. Joseph Campbell. There's like a um a good person. They're actually bad. Yeah, yeah and they have like, like the this, same story. It's yeah. basically been rewritten all. It's over been now. rewritten, but like they they use that for like the first Star Wars, which I know is is like you know now they have prequels, but it's done so well. Besides the 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 science sci-fi part of it like i was all in with like luke skywalker and like yeah, you know and you watch dad. all the new ones i've watched some of the new ones i keep getting disappointed when i watch them because yeah. i don't i don't know why i keep thinking like it's I'm, weird. I'm gonna, is it? it they're kind of are they weird. are they universally like liked or are they or are they There's mixed bag. I mean, mixed a, lot bag. Of, a lot of it is them just being like did you watch these other shows well now because you yeah. watch these other ones this pays off like as the newest one ahsoka that's came out 
you have to see in like all of the Clone Wars cartoon and the Rebels. <sighs> cartoon. Yeah, it's a lot. And there's like, and I so got time for that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you haven't watched uh, everything, there, yeah. all the stuff is being made for like. You have to consume all of our content, and if you don't, you're gonna fall behind because we're not gonna hold your hands. So oh, most, I know. So, so most people are just like, well, I'm just not gonna watch. Yeah, it. Watch like, it. fine. We don't need you. It's like an elitist way. And to be honest, I didn't never really watch Star Trek, so I, I think that like once I glam on something, I'm just like, nah, I've got it. it. Well, I feel like uh, people who like Star Trek feel like um, humans do have a chance to make society work oh, and then people who watch star wars know it's just a crapshoot and y'all just have to keep hopefully fighting for good yeah it's like it's like it has a lot of parallels with our world like you know with like the rebels and like the death star the empire it's like are we, is that us is that america yeah we're the <laughs> empire and then the rebels were the vietnamese yeah uh, or, that's what, or, that got or whatever yeah. but no but that is originally when george lucas wrote it it was yeah. an allegory really? of the um, america i just got goosebumps yeah, america I didn't were, know that. The, were the empire and the uh, vietnam was the rebels and it's just being like we know what's best for you yeah yeah it's very easy once you know that it, i didn't know it was vietnamese specifically but i believe you but also yeah but you can self-insert but it's very easy to see the parallels when you watch it you're like it's, it's the same kind of language but but presented from the other standpoint where you're like just join us what's your problem it's like oh, uh, yeah. you know it's it's very much you know a, a an imperial uh force that's trying to you know, acquire all of yeah. civilization. But don't and, read into any of it. Yeah. We don't want Star Wars to get woke now. It never was <laughs> God, before. I hate how that word is a ne- I, negative word. I, I, I feel like, though, uh, in America, we're allowed to be so much more vocally uh, open about our actual true feelings than yeah. you actually can in the <laughs> Star Wars world. Yeah, you can. But also there's that growing side where they're like quickly, you know, vilify somebody being anti-American. If you don't like it, you're going to, you know, that kind of. I think, yeah, someone who says that has never been in a marriage where <laughs> if you're still fighting, it means you're still in it. Yeah, and when you yeah. stop fighting, it the means op- you're ready to leave. Right. The so if someone's fighting apathy. and they're saying something critical, they because care they still. care. Yeah. They care. That's still. true. When somebody's like, whatever, you're like, oh, they don't care at yeah. all anymore. I'm moving to Canada. Canada doesn't <laughs> want you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> okay um have you ever larped or cosplayed i haven't okay i feel bad saying that that's okay I don't know why. we used to like you what's <laughs> the longest you've done like doing a sit down video game board game like Ooh. Ooh. or like a uh playing a video game oh man i would this is a, this is way doing getting... coke with consultants counts <laughs> <laughs> that's a, video, a game that never ends um this is going to go way back, but it was like when I was like 10 or 11 and I first got Nintendo and I sat down and played Zelda until it was the whole world over. And it was probably like, oh wow! I mean, literally all day, but it was like 14, 16 hours. So it was a hyper, it was a condition. You were like hyper-focused. Oh yeah. So that's like an ADD thing, right? ADHD? Yeah, yeah, it's for the sure. The hyper-focus. So you did 14 hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, but it was like, I would say probably 10 to 12 hours, but I would say that I, that I was on multiple days. Because that that's it took longer than that to to, to okay it was stretched over time to save Zelda so. to save Zelda did you um because I feel like you're very intelligent um but you said Thank like you. it was, you struggled through business school is it like when you're focused oh, no, on I, something I, no, you I, can do it very well and then if you're not focused it's hard to well, get to yourself to do it no it's more like business school I think is for not for people like me who already had a business background. Like who already had accounting and finance. Like those are the, the there's oh, other okay. skills they teach you, marketing and operations. But the main thing they, is to teach non-business people that have you know a, a, a desire to move into 
you know, business related fields, whether it's like, you know, uh, management or like venture capital, whatever. And so the classes I took were easy, mostly. And the reason I didn't do it was because I was partying all the time. You're so, partying yeah. all the time. So That's just, what business school's for. Yeah, but it was. I took it to a, I took it to a different level. Oh, did you go full full oh, balls man, to the wall? Oh man, it was nuts. It was full crazy. galaxy. Yeah, I full mean, quantum. I've, I I partied with this friend of mine. He's was, he was one of my closest friends now, but he was a a chemist before that, and he's like the smartest person I've ever met. He's a hedge fund trader now, and he lives in Boulder. But we went to we went out like and did drugs. All the time, like all the what time. What kind of drugs? Ecstasy. Oh. Mainly. It was like, there was a time in Atlanta where a lot of younger people won't uh, know what I'm talking about, but like in the 2000s, late, you know, 90s and 2000s through like maybe 2006. Gay Bob were, probably knows. Yeah, Bob, yeah, Gay Bob knows. I've talked to Gay Bob about it. Anybody that's gay that's that age knows exactly what I'm talking about. A place called Backstreet in Atlanta. That's a place that was in Midtown that opened in 1976 and did not close for one minute until 2005. Oh, Open 24 wow. hours, three-story club. Whoa. That, that was like, my theory is part of the reason why so many gay people moved here. The funnest place to hang out by far. I don't even know what's in second place in my world, but it was like you'd go there on Saturday night at like 4 a.m. when everything else closed. There'd be a line going down the street, and then you'd go in and then you would like go to the, my 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 uh, strategy. I would just go with. I would meet like 18 degenerate friend of, friends of mine. We'd be upstairs. They'd each give me 20 bucks. I'd go downstairs. I'd find a guy named Heavy. I'd be like, <laughs> a guy Heavy. Named Heavy? Heavy, I need 18 hits of XC. What, what you got today? He's like, oh, double, double stack Mitsubishi's. These are going to be great. I'd take him up there, and then we would have a ball till like 9, 10 in the morning. And oh, my God. Pulled like, through the and night. it was just like, that's when I discovered how cool gay people are. I was just like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. They, you guys, they love partying. Oh, man, they love partying. And they're so fun. The music, it was just like, so I don't know how I got Were you dancing? About. Yeah. So I had my shirt on the whole time, though. <laughs> You're dancing your shirt off. I guess that's like one way to do it. Uh, do you know all the words to a musical? <laughs> no. Okay. Have you read uh, Ready Player One or watched the movie? No. Uh, have you ever scuba dived? No. Uh, do you have a pilot's license? No. Uh, have you, do you have a perfect it. attendance award? No. Definitely not. Do you like school supplies? Yes. Love them. Okay. Love yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. This is I tracking. Have, like, in my... In my, in my uh, purse some people call it a purse and i'm like there's nothing manly about this purse, it's my purse. i like your purse and i, I saw it, it on the chair the I other day and ever, i was like oh my god amanda's purse is so cute people <laughs> would always make fun of me about that like especially in new york when i lived there they're like oh look at that and then two minutes later they're like do you have a charger do you have a pen i'm like i have all of those things yeah you yeah. know why because i have a purse yeah so i love notebooks i love uh the the, the g2 uh pen 0.7 i usually be, it used to be on 1.0 but 0.7 is this yep, is my exactly. This is my pen. Yep, I yeah. love those. What, what number is it? It's one zero. Cause oh, the, one. The reason one zero doesn't work for me as well is because it writes so well that I end up drawing and doodling with it so much. Of, you need the smaller one. Yeah, the smaller yeah. one is the harder. The smaller to, one makes me feel like I'm cutting the the, the my card my card. My, yeah, my, it does my, that yeah. too. <laughs> but I love nice. this. Like, oh, I will like leave a show, and if I have like a lot of time for it, like I'm going up. And go to a drugstore and get that pen if I if I haven't brought. It. I don't know why I'm so. They sell out. It. Yeah, they do. They sell out. I, every time I see them in the drugstore, I buy all of them. They're they're the best. They're the best. Do you have a <laughs> pair? Do you have a pair of fairy wings? No. Have oh you kind of you had a medical emergency one time. Oh, I've had several. Okay. <laughs> Not to brag. Have you ever died and come oh. back? Have you seen God? What did he say? I would say I've seen God, but it wasn't from dying. It was probably some really strong mushrooms. But uh, <laughs> but no, I haven't officially died. I came close. Did you? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you know like... Heart, um, heart attack. Heart attack. Mm -hmm. That's rough. 
And then also another time. Oh, <laughs> what happened the other time? The other time is sort of inexplicable a little bit. A little bit. Like it was, um, I was in Columbia, South Carolina doing shows at this like hotel. And then after the second show that night, I started coughing really bad. And then throughout the night, I got sicker and sicker to like when I was, you know, cold sweats and like to the point where like I woke up the next morning at like 10 or 11. And I was just like so sick and I was didn't have any energy to go anywhere. So I like let the ask the uh, the uh, the house uh the people to like let me sleep a little bit longer and then at 1 p.m i started driving toward atlanta and i could not stay awake i, I was like yeah i was yelling i had to pull over oh my god uh, and it took me like five hours to get to i don't know why i didn't pull over and go to the hospital but i got there and i was like just about to collapse and they took me to the hospital and they said like your oxygen rate when you breathe is supposed to be like you know the yes, lowest like ninety. Yes, we learned this from the coronavirus. We all had yeah. to get those little monitors my, for our fingers. My, mine went, was like at the at the level you where you weren't getting was, enough oxygen. Yeah, so it took it took them like two days to stabilize my breathing, and uh, they said it was just some sort of strain or something. But like I couldn't breathe and could not. It was it was the most miserable drive. I just like would drive like thirty minutes before and then I pull over and like sleep for like twenty minutes and then just wake up and be like. You know, ah. and it was just could not get any energy because oh. I could not breathe. So this is what they it. say people happens to them when they're getting ready to die. Yeah, that's I think I think I was pretty close to it. What uh, happened? That they, I don't know. They, do you think they, it was a bad spirit? Maybe. Did you like were you maybe staying was, in a bed and breakfast that was from the 1800s? It was a bed and breakfast actually. <gasps> do you think it was haunted? Did you maybe, hear any? Like, maybe the ghost didn't like my set. Because <laughs> squeaky floorboards. I was very, I was very pro living in my set. Oh, did, did yeah, right like in their it. face. Yeah, but, I was like, yeah, sucks to be dead, and they're like, yeah, you're about to be tomorrow. Oh my goodness, <laughs> a bad energy. Well, I don't think that's true, but yeah, uh, maybe. I was like, do you think it would come back? Do they do any no. tests? Do you have like a syndrome? I don't have a syndrome. I you think, went to the it, hospital and you didn't come out with a syndrome. No, you I need to get your money back. It's weird because they were so like. Uh, I don't know. So uncertain of like, you know, the cause they were like, it's probably some kind of virus or something. But like, I had some reaction to something, but I was like, I was there for four days. I'm like, uh, you would think you'd have more of a definitive, you know, cause of this or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think they were just like, it, it sounded something like, like it would be a coronavirus because if we didn't know about it and somebody just went to the hospital and not being able to breathe, they would be, it would be sort of inexplicable. They would just be trying to, they, they, put you, they didn't put you on a ventilator. Did they? Uh, just they did. You, oh, did they? They put you on a vent. They knocked you out and put you on a ventilator. Yeah, or they just gave you there, oxygen and a mask. Yeah, they. They. Uh, they. No, I think no. It was just oxygen and a mask. Yeah, because right. a ventilator, yeah. you're not like, out. You breathe. Yeah, yeah, and, and it actually does your breathing, breathing for you, and then you like lose the ability to use part of your body and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. It was a, a, a mask with oxygen, and it took a while to just catch your breath, literally. Yeah. Golly. Okay. <laughs> um, have you ever written fan fiction? No. Have you ever said this is not canon? No, I don't even know what that no. means. I know, right? It's what, <laughs> it's what nerds say. <laughs> have you ever had a birthday party for a pet? No. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Do you have a tattoo? No. Do you, are you into bird watching? I I am a little bit. I have an app now that uh yeah it's that, that you can like it's like a Shazam for bird yeah yeah it's amazing. Yeah. My husband and I are doing it. Really? So is Carlette. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's we, amazing. You hit a certain age and you turn into a bird person. I know. So many people. I know we're turning into bird watchers. Yes. Yeah. It's part of the aging process. <laughs> and it? I guess so. This is why people start playing golf when they get older yeah. because that's where the birds are. <laughs> you <laughs> can do two things at once. You drive you can kill two birds. Occupations at once. <laughs> two, two birds with one <laughs> golf ball. Two interests with one golf ball. The two interests. Do you like Jeopardy? 
You love it. Love yes. It. Okay. I know who. Okay. I'm going to stop asking questions now because I know what kind of a nerd you are. Oh, no, you do? You are an intellectual nerd with a side of drug coolness. <laughs> <laughs> with a side of it. Yes. And this is what they say like the, the accountants that do the sexy accounting. Yes. Total nerd energy, strong academic brains, and still fun at a party. Let's go. <laughs> if I can get to the party. If, you if can, I could get myself to the party. If you can get yourself to the party, you're fun at the party. Did you have to do the thing where like you walk into the um, restaurant and like you hand over the credit card to the, the wait staff? Like, this is on me. Don't let anyone else pay for it. I've done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Where I don't have to have that last the fight interaction. For, yeah. Let, yeah. The, 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 no, no. It's just like, you I'll do it. Me. I'll do it and be like, you know. Okay, it's great to see y'all. And then, you know, it's not quite an Irish goodbye. It's an Iraqi goodbye, I guess. But I'm like, <laughs> I say your, goodbye, but I'm like- take your sword not, and run? <laughs> yeah, I take my sword and I'm out of here. take your I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. You take I'll your boys. And then, <laughs> Cut off yeah. the burkas are all around you. And then I love down. that move, though, because it, it is a conversation that everybody has that no one wants to have, where you're like, look, are, you could just let me pick you know, the check up, or somebody could be like, but like, we all have to have this food pushback because otherwise it seems it's, it's rude. rude. Right. Yeah. And just, no, it's already so, taken care of. Let's go. It's been a while since I've done that. And then that, you though. say, you can buy me. <laughs> since I've had money. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> An expense account. You can buy oh me my, a drink at the next place. Yeah. And then you go to the hotel and you go to bed and then it's all exactly. good. So, uh, do you have any crazy stories from your, um, cause like the whining and dining can get pretty wild. Have you have any wild stories from that? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, that, um, <laughs> yeah i've had a couple i guess well when i um they're not really funny though <laughs> i when i when i was one of my uh projects was in denver and it was right when i was starting comedy so i would have these two lives where i would like do the work and then every now and then like take people to dinner and then i would go hit a show or open mic and i remember one night it was um I left and like went to the dinner took these people out we got pretty drunk and then i drove oh, to a show um, and then came out. My car was was towed. <laughs> and so I had to go get my car out in the middle of the night. And then did you have a, like a presentation the next morning? I did, but I had uh, cocaine, so I was <laughs> I was uh, mommy's helper. <laughs> which is not a good thing. You think you're you're awake at least, but you're not really full in. You're not really there. Yeah, they don't they don't think you're on cocaine. They just think you're on something. I mean, I'm just like, Mah, here's a five minute presentation in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And scene. I'm out of here. Bye. I got to catch a flight. Why is my nose bleeding? Who cares? I've never done cocaine. It's terrible. I don't like it. I've I really done, haven't done it in a long time. I have time. had so much coffee that I feel like I'm having a heart attack. It's probably like that. Yeah. It's, it's it's a drug that like, it's terrible in, in all forms and all in all facets. It's like, I mean, I, I used to love doing it, but when you do it, the beginning of it, the first line, the first is the best it's going to be, and then you're chasing that. You're chasing that yeah. high. It's the same but, thing with potato <coughs> chips. It's the same yeah, thing with potato is. chips. It yeah, is. The first potato chip's the best. But my brain you... doesn't like it. I haven't done it in years. Like, the last time I even did it was like, my brain goes, oh, I know where this is going. So it automatically goes there to that feeling of, of nauseousness and, like, uneasy uneasiness. It's like, we're done with this. So it's oh, like, good. which is good. It never yeah. was good for anything. That's of draining your bank account anything. and making your penis go into your intestines like a scared little brown turtle. <laughs> <laughs> really anti-everything you're excited about. Yeah. Money and, and, and women. You're like, oh, neither one of those are going to happen tonight. But you can have an awkward conversation in the bathroom with some Nazi because he's the only one carrying any cocaine anymore. And you're going to talk to him like he's a normal person until it's empty and then you're going to leave hating yourself. Yeah. I mean, or something like that. I don't know. Not, not being specific. 
That's specific. <laughs> this is from personal experience. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. White power. That's what my version of a uh, of a uh, Nazi cokehead. White powder. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, tell tell people where they can find you. You can find me in um, Amy's if back house in, in, uh, squatting in, in the next uh, couple of weeks till she finds out uh, that I'm hiding. Yeah, it back I was gonna say if you're not in a bathroom doing cocaine with a neo-Nazi, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at uh, at Gilbert Lowen. Uh, very very uh, unique and cle- uh, clever creative name I have there. Lowen L A W A N D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's mainly. And you can also check out uh, pretty soon redclaycomedy.com. Uh, so, comedy festival I produce. We're about to open submissions. We moved the date from, we used to do it in the fall in uh, October. We're moving it to May and it's going to be exciting and fun. So, you can Woo. check that out in the next couple weeks um, as soon as we get our shit together and get open up submissions. We have, that sounds uh, fun. Yeah, I love a comedy festival. That's a great yeah. festival. It's Thank super you. Fun. All right. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for on having the me. Show. It was so fun. I love you.